Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Tia to his Tamara, Michael Howard. That's so Raven. <laughs> nope. Michael, that's so Raven. Nope. I remember watching the show. Mm-hmm. I don't remember enough about it. Well, they so were, I went with an adjacent, that's they, so Raven. They were sisters. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. And, I know uh, who and what they were. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah. Well, this is fun. <laughs> Michael, how are you doing this week? I know you've had a, a bit of a... a a bit of a rough one. Oh man, Kush. There uh I was ready for this week to be over yesterday, and um yesterday was Tuesday. So like, what a year it's been. Yeah, what what it's, a year this week has been. It's Tuesday. And it has <laughs> it has nothing to do with Donald Trump for once. Yeah, no, I mean it, all things considered, pretty quiet on that front this yeah, week. Yeah. Um no, we I moved into a, a new house. A new brand apartment. new Casa, I helped. I helped you move into yes. that one a little yes, bit. Yes, I did. Um, so we did that. We finished that over the weekend, uh, and it's very echoey, Kush. I took for I granted my my basement area, which was carpeted mm. and very quiet. So carpeted, full of video games and projectors mm-hmm. and all the good stuff, all the stuff you want. I can hear the echo, Michael. Yeah, it's majestic. I apologize. Yes, please put your mouth all up in those good pipes. <laughs> Well, Michael, how is your new place? Are you happy? Uh, you know, aside from our shower being broken for a couple days and random other was it, things. Hold on. Was it the shower or was it the steam shower within your shower? <laughs> no, the steam shower worked fine. The shower itself, uh, the hot and cold water lines were switched. And uh, so it was either scalding hot or freezing cold due to the thermostatic uh, valve in it. So that was fun. So just what you want in mm-hmm. December. Yep. Um, I will. I mean, so okay. So you can you can steam your clothes, but not steam your your sweet sweet flesh. Okay, got it. You could scald your flesh. I guess. Hey, I mean that's something. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael, welcome to your new home. Thank you. Thank you very so much. So proud of you. And welcome uh, everyone else to my new home. Yeah. Oh, feel explore the space. Mm-hmm. It sounds lovely. Yeah. Can Can you hear Staley walking around in the background? I can't. Is he is he up and moving right now? Oh, yeah. He just had he had a big bad surgery. He's he a did. big brave boy. Yeah, he had he had a tumor removed from his leg. Uh, so yeah, that's that's also part of the week. <laughs> yeah, no, Michael, you had yourself a week. Well, I don't know if you've had time to scour the internet. I haven't. I also have not. But I I haven't read the news in like a week. Again, kind of good because it's it hasn't been bad, but it hasn't been great. But can I share a story with you that I think you're going to enjoy? I think it's I think it's probably the most tilt story we've had in a very long time. Mm. All right. And I think it's I think I think we've missed our niche a little bit by not talking about YouTube stars because Ooh. by and large YouTube stars are the dregs of humanity. Yeah. They're very bad people. Mm-hmm. This story showcases that in a way that I find just delightful. Um I'm going to read your headline from Gizmodo. Very dumb YouTuber nearly dies in very dumb head in cement microwave stunt. So the the microwave was cement or the head was in the cement and then in the microwave? A bit of both. Uh, so the gentleman in question, uh, Jay Swingler. Uh, <laughs> That's not a real name. <laughs> it can't be, but he he uh, he posts under he posts videos under the name 
uh, with a friend named Romel Henry under TGF Bro. Mm. And they uh, they have very dumb videos of them like playing with explosives and sitting in tubs filled with like chili sauce. Very, you know, whatever. They've recently kind of ventured into construction binding material, which, Michael, I know you work in the construction field. Yeah. You're probably familiar with some of these. So they've started exploring concrete and expanding foams. Oh, boy. So one of the gentlemen. Expanding foams are great, by the way. No, I I had to use them in very small amounts in my previous life as a shovel technician for a pool construction company. As a pool um, boy. Shovel technician. Michael, please. <laughs> By which bitch. I mean ditch shovel bitch. T- shovel engineer. I I implore you to use the correct terminology. I did use flat shovels to throw frogs into the air as high as I possibly could. Um so Mr. Swingler last week decided to put his head inside of her microwave oven and then fill it with polyphylla, a spackling paste that is used to fill the holes in walls. Um, but to be safe, he included a very thin plastic breathing tube along with him inside of the microwave. But why then, Why in a microwave? Oh, just because it was a small confined space that oh. didn't cost very much money. Okay, okay, yeah. And so the material, as it is obligated to do by science... <laughs> Expanded and then hardened. Yep. Which then constricted his breathing tube. Yeah. And then he began to panic. And then his friends tried to chip away at his head and their microwave with a knife. And then, making no headway, finally called the paramedics. <laughs> so how long was his head in in this uh, microwave? Uh, they spent microwave. It- so it took them about, I think, 10 minutes of chiseling at the microwave. Then they called uh, 911, and then probably another 15 minutes for the uh, paramedics to show up, and then an hour of chiseling and cutting through plaster and metal to get his head out of the horrible, horrible microwave trap that he created for himself. Uh, it, you know what? Michael, if you he had to shove to your head in something, he to die. Well, again, I'm almost mad that he didn't die. <laughs> And this would be no great loss. I, I, There's some wild shit out there on YouTube. This is probably one of the most egregiously dumb things I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah, like, it doesn't... That stuff could be... You could do cool stuff with it without involving trying to kill yourself. Yeah. And the dumbest thing is... They're not going to get charged for the paramedics time, which... By the way, so... There appear to be three paramedics on the scene. No, sorry. One, two, three, four, five paramedics on the scene. They were there. Six, sorry. They were there for an hour at least. Michael, have you ever have you ever ridden in an ambulance? I haven't. Okay. I from what I know, the minimum charge for riding an ambulance is like two thousand dollars. That's like two paramedics or EMTs and like your time in the ambulance. Right. I think it's like two grand. That's what I was gonna say. Like, aren't there only two in an ambulance? So that means if there were six, that means there was three different amb- Do you think that the two got there and then they were like, You're not gonna believe this shit. You need to get here immediately. I'm gonna call them nineteen buddies. I actually do have a story about that that I'll go into after this, but um, would you care to guess how much the bill that these gentlemen won't be paying is? Thirty grand. Eight hundred and seventy-two dollars. 
How? Somehow. How? Because they didn't ride in the ambulance? The ambulance just showed up? Well, it just says the service charge for their help should be about $872, but they won't be charged because someone's life was in danger. Even though (laughs) it's by their own accord? All I want to do is remind everyone not to put their lives at risk for the sake of other people's entertainment. Was this in America? So, no, Michael, this was not, obviously, in America where this would be, this would have been a charge for multiple thousands of dollars. This was in uh, the West Mid- Midlands, UK. Mm. So See, that National Health Service, you can stick your national- head in the microwave. and Damn it, socialism really pays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But can I tell you, just pictures of a human being with a microwave for a head are just kind of inherently <laughs> massively hilarious. I'm going to send one to you right now because it's... Uh, especially because in a lot of these pictures they've chipped away the casing of the microwave but like a microwave is still just a really weird looking device (laughs) so 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 a little bit of advice for anybody thinking about trying something similar you should use something that doesn't have crevices in it it should be very Mm -hmm. smooth so you can slide at least your head and the plaster or foam out of the apparatus also don't put your head in a confined space and then fill it with a material that expands. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. But if you really need to. And if you're gonna do it, use very strong PVC pipe for your fucking breathing tube. Yeah, what did he use? Don't- like a straw? <laughs> I think it just it was it looked like just like plastic, very thin plastic tubing. <laughs> um but so speaking of which, uh this is a not quite a Cushing family secret, but my brother's father-in-law uh, used to be a, a cop. And just the speaking of the emergency personnel calling other people to show up once they see a funny thing. He His bachelor party was at his, his home in, uh, in Florida. And someone had the bright idea to start projecting like softcore porn onto the side of the house. <laughs> And so, obviously, the neighbors called the cops, and then more cops showed up who knew my brother's father-in-law, so he just invited them into the party. (laughs) So, like, literally, nine cops were called, and they just kept joining the party. (laughs) So, that, like, endless ring of just, like, hey, come see this shit. I don't know if there's an end to it. This is great. This picture is amazing. He looks like a very bad, dumb robot. <laughs> like somebody, somebody was building a robot, and they got all the good parts. They got the hands, they got the skin, they got the body, and then they got to the end, and they were like, "Oh shit, I forgot to order a head." Fuck Let it, me we need put, to finish. Put a microwave on it. But uh, take the walls off the microwave, <laughs> I guess. Make it just look really stupid. Well, Michael, do you have anything from Rudy? You want me to just keep on, keep on trucking with this good content? Um, I got something semi-related. Yeah, lay it on me. Um, it's about a statue, which is, which is made out of usually like, you know, plaster or marble or something very similar to a a head in a microwave. This, whatever good earth God provides. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, it's a statue of Jesus, uh, that was on display in a cathedral in Spain. Okay. But the best part is that the, is the title of this article here. Jesus statues, but was hiding a 240-year-old secret message. Statue's rear end was actually a time capsule. 
Someone put a time capsule in Jesus's butthole. Is what you're telling Somebody me. Somebody made the statue 240 years ago and shoved a little note up Jesus's butt, hoping that somebody would find it someday. This is so. What was in the What was in the butt capsule? It was a letter, uh, which was penned by Joaquin Minguez, the chaplain of the cathedral where uh, that commissioned the the sculpt the the sculpture at the beginning. And it detailed what life was like in the community 240 years ago. So. And he decided to shove it up Jesus's butt. Was so. Very important. Very like critically important detail that I have not heard yet. Was it encased in Jesus's butt? Or was there a literal butthole upon our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's statue that like there was a secret compartment visible like if you lifted up jesus robe you could just find this note in his butthole did someone carve a butthole for jesus there was a hidden compartment beneath a cloth that covered the statue's butt so beneath the cloth so no one ever just thought to just like lift up jesus skirt and check no that would be that would just be rude okay so this guy hid this thing in plain sight like it's literally he just was counting on someone being prudish enough to be like well i can't check jesus is undercarriage no you can't go underneath there it's the holy of the holy of holies (laughs) 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 so literally this man just carved a butthole for jesus like a literal butt cavern and put a note in it and just like was kind of hoping that people would like for Maybe not 240 years would be too prudish to check his butt. Yeah, it's like, why? but why the butt? Like, he could have put it literally anywhere. The statue I mean, was based, I mean, like, a lot of statues, apparently he says it's not, un- it's not unusual for many sculptures to be hollow. So he could have put it anywhere. Yeah, but the butthole, <laughs> Michael. But, but it makes most sense to put it I right mean, in the beehole. For your classic, classic smuggling maneuver butthole that's a good point yeah and i mean again i think he knew who he's dealing with he knew that it would take a certain culture a a real cultural shift to be able to like hey you know what what's that butt do though <laughs> <laughs> so the only reason they found it was because they they basically removed it from the church for restoration and so they had it like laying down and one of the workers was like y'all i think I think, I think there might be a, a compartment butthole. in the in the <laughs> in the butt region. They're like, nah, please do not, please do not poke around Jesus's butt. And he's like, no, nah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get all up in there and see what's going on. Also, he has a an evident asshole. <laughs> like, like, had you bothered to lift the cloth, Jesus' asshole is just gaping and there and contains a note. It's actually, it was actually the origination of Goatsy. It's weird. Jesus is actually holding open his butthole and and no one wanted to look. Everyone just looked well, away. So this actually reminds me, I read an article um, a couple weeks ago. So the Space Needle was built in 1962 mm. and its architect included a time capsule in it and every, literally everyone forgot about it. Like it, it. Sorry, let me, I'm looking it up right now. Um, so it took 35 years. The The stone that was put over it got kind of weathered and people just didn't see it. And everyone forgot about it because like the plans changed and it was supposed to be opened in 2002. 
but the plaque that was put over the stone just was dis like it just taken away for some reason. And during a renovation like three weeks ago, construction workers stumbled across the capsule. The space and needles butt. And they pulled the sp- out the capsule. They found the space needles actual literal butthole, which it farts through, and there was a time capsule in there. And it was supposed to be open fifteen years ago, and they had to like actually track down the architect who like barely remembered what it was and it just had a bunch of like uh note cards and like postcards and photographs from the world's fair um so i wonder how many statues out there actually contain sweet sweet time capsule just like notes and pictures and like more jesus buttholes everyone just forgot about them or didn't know they were supposed to look for them yeah yeah man I was in Rome a couple years ago. I should have been mm-hmm. poking around some statue buttholes to see what was in there. I could have been checked that undercarriage. Let me check that undercarriage right quick. Michael, Michael, what are you hiding in here? What's in that real, real tiny penis? Venus. Miss Miss De Milo. Do you have huh? any treasures in your beehole for me? Or hey, let's not maybe not beehole. Weenus. <laughs> knee pit. I don't know, wherever you might hide a secret. Like a big toe. Big toe. What's between your big toe and that that index toe? Uh, whoever wrote this article, though, was had a little bit of fun with it. They used the word butt multiple times, which you don't see very often in a news article. No. I mean, I feel like if you get the chance to, you got to just go to town with it. And then the last line is, although the original document will be sent to the archbishop, a copy was returned to the statue's hindquarters for posterity. Uh, okay, I see what mm-hmm. they did. That's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. That's fun. For posterity. For I would have gone with posteriority just to really... Just for a really driving home. Really I probably would have written the new note on toilet paper also. <laughs> but I really do wonder, like, does the Terracotta Army just have, like, oh, massive, wow. massive just, like, cool notes shoved up their butts? Or in their mouths or wherever? So when people do time capsules, like, what's the point? Of like, what's the point of a time capsule that you're supposed to open in 40 years? Because like, we have books that tell us what happened 40 years ago. I mean, I, th- I fuck, I I know. I th- actually I think at my elementary school we did a time capsule when we opened a new building. Like we, they built a new like building on campus, and I remember being a part of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember like- doing something like that too. But like, I feel like it was supposed to be opened like hundreds of years from now, and not just like. Hey, open this next week and see what it was like a week ago. Well, no, yeah, it's supposed to be, you know, years in the future. It's Michael, it's like you've never seen Iron Man 2, <laughs> where the entirety of the Stark Expo is the time capsule for Tony, because his dad knew a new element could be discovered in the future. He just didn't have the technology about in that time. Mm. Mm-hmm. He wanted to trust it to his son mm-hmm. to discover the new technology, that new element. Yeah, that's why everyone put Beanie Babies in time capsules so that one day babies. they might be useful. That Princess Die Beanie Baby Bitcoin, <laughs> one day it'll be worth trillions of dollars, Michael. All I'm saying is, actually, I, I, I guess the whole thing is to, it's not just, hey, remember when shit was like kind of cool and we all like had hopes and dreams? You can still dream too. I think that's the whole point of the... The time capsule. Like, shit that used to suck. The best part about the time capsule is that, like, the the letter detailed what life was like in the community 240 years ago. He described popular games of the day, including cards and ball. I don't know if that's two separate games or 
one game, Cards and Ball, uh, and noted that typhoid and malaria were common. He also revealed that the main crops were wheat, rye, barley, and oats. So basically just the same shit. 240 years ago was basically the same, except they didn't have, like, iPads. We played Cards and Ball, we drank a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty much... (laughs) Damn. Nothing changes. No. Did he say anything about a blowhard global leader who just, like, maybe had dementia and definitely had dentures and just a massive piece of shit? Was that... Any any guidance on that front? Or? No, no. But the the longer article that this article was was uh, written on on HuffPo from was in El País, uh, which is a Spanish language um, uh, website. Which I do read a little bit of Spanish, but not enough to immediately read all of this stuff to you. So I apologize for that. That's fair. That's fair. Here, wait. I'll, I'm going to show you a picture of Jesus's large gaming yeah show me that nasty butt i mean the amount of damage they've done to our lord and saviors (laughs) they went they went at it derriere they have really just done a number on him um if if you thought a single spear between the ribs was uh an ignoble end first of all the size of his ass from the original sculpture, like, I don't know how they couldn't tell that there was already something inside of it beforehand, because even with half of it chopped away, it's still four times bigger than his ass should have been. <laughs> yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like, they had to cut. Why did they cut so much out of it? Especially, like, the rest of his body is, Michael, pardon me for saying this, sculpted. He is, he is ripped to hell and back. His Those shoulders... So choice. The buttocks, the or the thighs rather, just ripped to hell. Mm-hmm. The buttocks, um, approximately eighteen times bigger than it should be. It's got the badonka dog. And also the cavern that they've revealed here does not seem to be just like a single document was like rolled up and just shoved up Jesus' butthole. Like literally Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows was shoved up his rectum and stored here for eternity. It's a massive space. Also, does it look like the sculpture was made out of wood? Yes, it was definitely wood. Oh, okay. Which is crazy also because they had to carve out the inside of this before making his giant butthole. Why? That's true. Why is it hollow? How did they put this together? I uh, listen, I'm no carpenter, but again, his back is beautifully carved. The inside how did they is... Get, how did they get inside to carve out the inside? His tremendous colon is so big. <laughs> it's very bad. Michael, what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. That's pretty much it. All right, Michael. Well, let's move beyond sweet angelic buttholes. And talk about sitting on your butt and watching all that good Netflix. Mm. Michael, do you do you enjoy a good binge watch? Yeah, that's how I prefer to watch shows. When I have to wait till like the next week to see the next episode, especially if it's like a real if it's if it has like a real story, you know? Right. I, I need to know now. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm the same way. I uh I I actually tend to get semi overwhelmed with the options at hand between Netflix and Hulu. And I, I actually don't watch a ton. I just, I always open them up and then just like scroll through for 20 minutes. And then just like, I don't want to watch anything. Cause like, I don't want to watch 
an Adam Sandler movie on Netflix or The Farm with Ashton Kutcher. Actually, that, <laughs> or The Ranch, rather. That might be why I binge, because then I don't have to think about what I'm going to watch. Just be like, oh, no, I'm in the middle of that show for the next 17 hours. That's very fair. Well, you'll be happy to know that you aren't alone. And uh, Netflix this week released its year in binging and some stats on on how people use Netflix. Okay. And it's pretty... So I was going back and forth. They, they, they tweeted out a couple things. And even like their first tweet was... So The Christmas Prince was a movie that they made. Like basically a Hallmark Christmas movie that Netflix made uh, and launched in early, or mid-November. And from all accounts, it's very bad. I have not seen it yet. I need to watch it. Christmas Prince. Okay. Uh, But apparently, since the day it launched, someone watched it 18 times, like once a day, pretty much. So Netflix tweeted before they announced this this data to whoever watched The Christmas Prince 18 times in the last 18 days, who hurt hurt you? (laughs) And then the next day they released this, this kind of like, Big data dump on uh, how people have used Netflix, which it's a little I've done scary. This for like, it's a little scary. So I first like Spotify. I actually really love it. They tell you like how many minutes of music you listen to, what your top songs were, which quite frankly was a little alarming because I actually listened to apparently seven songs eighteen thousand times uh, <laughs> for the entire year, uh, which was really kind of a a deep dive into who I am and what my year was like. Yeah, basically, Uh, it basically told me I listened to Run the Jewels nonstop, but only because that was my running music. Yeah. And so, like, my runs were typically, you know, maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes max. I I got very into (laughs) Synthwave. Because I'm a fat... A fucking nerd. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, but yeah, so for some reason for Spotify, it was interesting. It was like a nice glimpse into like what I enjoy. For Netflix, it was really kind of creepy. So for the most part, they they just broke down like shows that people watched a lot. Like they couldn't just watch three episodes. Shows that they people took like more than a day to watch. Okay, uh, like like Stranger Things was probably one that people just binged the hell out of. So there are four categories: shows that we devoured. So basically, ones that people watched more than three in one sitting. Shows that we savored. Shows that like kind of took more, you know, a little bit more time to watch. So one or two episodes at a time. Shows that got us cheating. So shows that we watched ahead of our significant others, which again, Netflix knows that you, one, have a significant other, two, rewatched it with them. Wait, how did, wait, how do they know that? I'm sure it's because they can show exactly when you watch the show and then when you rewatched it and how many times you rewatched it. So, uh, and probably on how many devices on the same like home network you watched it on. Yeah. And then fourth, shows that brought us together. So kind of shows that we watched with other people. So Stranger Things was the number one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait, so which those ones were the most cheat cheated? Uh, Narcos was number one. Ooh, okay. Have 13, not seen that one. Uh, it, I've seen the first three episodes. Very good. It's about Pablo Escobar and just all the cocaine you can handle, which is a lot, Michael, I know. I would say, didn't, uh, didn't he have something where like rats ate like millions of dollars and he didn't even realize it for a while i mean probably that's just a classic bad boys 2 problem (laughs) 
rats are in your house. They're going to eat your money. And then you have to call Martin Lawrence and Will Smith in there. And oops, they're actually Miami PD detectives. Mm -hmm. You blew it, idiot. Um, 13 Reasons Why, which was seems like a weird one. Uh, Stranger Things, Orange is the New Black, Sense8, a whole bunch of other stuff. A couple of Marvel shows in there. Uh, but yeah, so the one that gets, there's a couple stats in here that are the most fascinating to me, other than like the shows. And I do want to talk about companies, like that tweet I shared earlier. I don't really buy into the dangers of big data. I, like, I, I know about it. I am uncomfortable with the fact that every consumer service I use is really just selling all of my horrible, horrible data to other people for money. But like, the tweet I shared earlier about the Christmas Prince is really just a massive company dunking on people for like what they choose to do. <laughs> but I really want to quit. I very quickly, I want to dunk on one person in particular because someone in the Netflix community has watched Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl for 365 days in a row. Is that the, the first one? The original? Yes, the original. I mean, that's the the, the best one. The sure the best one, <laughs> if if you can look past all of Johnny Depp's horrible, no good, very bad. Are we sure they're not doing a podcast where they talk about Pirates of the Caribbean every day, for every single days? day? <laughs> I'm not sure. I really, that's honestly the only plausible excuse I can imagine maybe, for this person. Maybe they have an alarm set up or or some kind of like uh thing set up where it just automatically turns on their Netflix. And then puts on Pirates of the Caribbean every day at like 7 p.m. So for their dogs actually, maybe, or their children. This actually isn't necessarily a refutation of what you just said, but maybe a corollary. So in addition to someone watching Pirates of the Caribbean for 365 days in a row, one woman who I just discovered the identity of watched a watched B movie. 357 times in a year. What did she do the other eight days? I don't know. What was wrong with her? Well, Jesus, it's actually not eight days because holy fuck. So this is a woman in in Britain. Her name is Gemma Chalmers. And um, (laughs) she says that this 2007 movie is the only thing that will stop her baby from crying. So she's played it for her baby Jackson. Four times a day. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And she says, I actually calculated it. It might be even more than 357 times. Oh, my God. And at first when I saw this, I kind of thought it was... Uh, I don't know if you've seen the YouTube videos where people, like, Speed show B-movie. B-movie <laughs> but, yeah, but every time they say, like, honey... It speeds up. <laughs> so, like, you show the entirety of B-Movie in, like, 13 minutes. I, I thought it just might be that person. I discovered no. all of those when we went down our all-star rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Very, very adjacent YouTube videos. Um, but, yeah, so apparently... I we don't yet know... We don't yet know the identity of the person who has watched Pirates of the Caribbean... 365 times. I do actually assume it is Johnny Depp. Mm. But um Is it Caribbean said, or Caribbean? Hey, can I say this? Mm. Fuck you. Don't 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 at me. <laughs> it's probably Caribbean. I just don't I, I just don't know. I say it different ways. At different it's days. It's weird because you know? I say Pirates of the Caribbean, 
But when I, if I'm talking about like, hey, I want to go on a vacation, I say Caribbean. You're right. Yeah. And I also say Caribbean queen, we're sharing the same dream. I don't know the words between the yeah. Um yeah, and that's one of those weird words. Like I, I say it differently depending on context. I say Caribbean or Caribbean, depending on who and why I'm talking to them. There's a uh, question. Sorry, I put I put Caribbean pronunciation and it was like people also ask, what is the difference between the Caribbean and the Caribbean? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of gets it kind of gets lost in the uh in the text. It really does. What's the difference between these two words that are spelled the same and are only really differentiated by my intention? Carry up young queen. Um yeah, but so apparently this mother has Gemma has tried trolls, cars, and other Disney films, but nothing works like the B movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Jerry God. Seinfeld's soothing voice. It really, yeah, especially just talking about suing other bees over use of honey. Just this kid loves litigation. It's his favorite thing. Michael, would you care to guess how Jackson is spelled in this situation? Oh, is there? there's definitely an X. There's it. a hard X in there. Yeah, yeah there's a hard mm. X. Is it just J-A-X-O-N? No, there's an S in there. J-A-X-S-O-N, which it That's might actually be stupid. worse. <laughs> it's hard to actually say. No, but the X makes a CKS sound. You don't need the S. Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Well, Michael, what do you have for me this week? Um, I have a new sponsor for us. A new, a new, a new sponsor. Okay, go on, please. Uh. Michael, what you were saying you had you had something to a new sponsor, Michael. You had you had somebody? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Michael, go on. <laughs> we're all waiting for you. <laughs> Nothing, huh? It's called Caribbean Queen. By Billy Ocean! Yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fair use. I jumped forward a little bit. Hey, do you know what Billy Ocean's real name is? Uh, William Ocean. Leslie Sebastian Charles. Leslie Sebastian Ocean, I believe, is what Where you meant. Where the fuck did he get Billy Ocean from? Because it's a fucking dope-ass name. I Who mean, gives a shit? It just Leslie so Sebastian cool. Charles is a pretty fucking good name. Not if you, not if you want to be, not if you want to be Billy Ocean. <laughs> like if you want to be Leslie Sebastian Charles, sure, you can carve out a pretty good niche as a folk rock artist. If you want to be Billy Ocean, though. That's true. You need to be William James Ocean. <laughs> William December Williams. <laughs> Michael, who's our new sponsor this week? Uh, our new sponsor is... Actually, I have two of them. Oh, hello. Or maybe I should just do one and save the other. <laughs> no, no, lay them both on me. Uh, the first one is 
Me diapies. Me diapies? Me diapies. Because, okay. you know, like, normal diapies just don't cut it sometimes. They ride up on you. You know, when you're... And when you're just trying to really own a lib by yeah. wearing your, your diapers around and sucking on your lollipop to really own those libs, you really want a diapy that's going to, like, fit you snug. I've found, Michael, when I'm owning libs and just, like, triggering snowflakes left and right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just don't have the time to make it to the bathroom. Exactly. And me diapies gives me the comfort, support, and most importantly, the airtight seal that I need mm-hmm. to continue <laughs> owning snowflakes left and right throughout yeah, you the day. Can own, you can own snowflakes all day, and they won't even know you shit your pants. And But the thing is, though... I kind of want them to know a little bit because nothing triggers a snowflake like the smell of my horrible, horrible butt stank. And that's why me diapies includes a valve. Really? To just just let out just a little bit of that stank. Just that that horrible pork stink. Exactly. Like if you if you were like, this lib isn't getting owned quite as much as I was hoping. Mm-hmm. He needs to smell my smell my brand. Smell my superiority. Mm-hmm. Make America stink again. Hello. M- me diapies. Me diapies. For when you really need to own a lib. Damn it. Really melt some snowflakes away. Mm-hmm. Thank you thank you to me diapies for all your hard work and all your bad stinks. Michael, who's our second sponsor this our, week? Our second sponsor is the Fitness Band. Fitness Band? The Fitness Band. Michael, I didn't know we were a fitness podcast. <laughs> no, it's 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 spelled a little bit differently. It's the the fitness it shows you how many calories you burn when you're fitting this whole bag of Doritos in your mouth. Oh, hello. That's a lot of fucking calories. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every time you lift your arm and put a Dorito in your mouth, it says, good job. What if I, as I am wont to do, when I grab a handful of Doritos, it's actually three chips going into my mouth at one time. Can can the fitness band really track that sort of progress? It does. It knows, it knows the weight. Wow. Of of how you how much you're lifting because it, it can feel the strain that you put on your body when you lift three Doritos instead of one. Yeah, girl, I'm into fitness. <laughs> well, Michael, I actually we don't have a message this week, but I have a message from you from one of our our dear fans and one Ooh. of my uh, one of my good friends from Gainesville, Florida, Peter. He actually has uh, composed a song for us. Oh, called Trends in Low Places. Oh, I'm excited. Would you like to hear? It's a minute and a half. I might skip a little bit. Um, would you like to hear Peter's tune for us? I want to hear the whole thing. You want to hear the whole thing? All right. I want to well, hear the whole thing. Buckle up for a minute and 40 seconds. Peter, I don't know if you really expected me to play this on air, but it's happening. <laughs> I'm scrolling along, saw a Here's where it picks up. Chases the new 
incredible yes thank you to peter for our oh my god thank you peter that's amazing very very strong work we might contract you for a theme song yeah (laughs) (laughs) because i i think we've i think we've done enough with our our chip tune (laughs) theme theme that we have kind of stolen (laughs) for long enough furtively appropriated from rocco yeah from rocco (laughs) our good friend rocco um, yeah, so, Michael, uh, anyone, so if you'd like to get us to read a message, or if you want to share a theme song for this song, for this podcast, please uh, just shoot us a message at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com, and Peter, thank you so much. That was amazing, and you're a hero. Uh, Michael, do you have any other fun stories for me? Uh, no, what do you got? I haven't read the news in a week. I, told I you know, that. I know, I know, I know. Well, Michael, do you like sex? Do I? Yeah, I, I figured you would. Um, no, I was actually asking you. Do, do I? Do do I? Do I? I don't do what me, Michael. We've talked a little bit about it on the show. At least it seems to be women who are attracted to maybe non-animate objects, like a roller coaster or a train station, <laughs> which. Having met and talked to men in this world, I get. I understand it. Mm-hmm. But, Michael, what about... Have you ever considered what the afterlife has to offer in terms of sexual options? Oof. Well, I'm not big on, on the afterlife. Right. But here's the thing that I always have a problem with. A lot of people th- would think they're like, well, you're with your soulmate in heaven, like kind of like on the good place. Mm-hmm. You end up with your soulmate. But what if your soulmate isn't dead yet? What if then who do you end up with? Or also, Michael, what if your soulmate was born 200 years before you? And mm. also they were massively horny and still wanted <laughs> to fuck. Exactly. Like they they've just they they can't just not have you can't not have sex in the afterlife. That's I mean, let's that's the best thing about being alive. Right. Well, my, I, mean, I mean, Michael, you don't know what the afterlife is like. It could be a nonstop orgasm. You could just be living it, which would actually get kind of boring, I guess. Yeah, um, right. But so, Michael, have you ever have you ever seen a ghost? Mm, I have not. You haven't seen a ghost. I what want you, to, though. OK, if you saw a ghost, what would be the I would have sex with it immediately. OK, MacGruber. Fine. <laughs> sure. Well, you've, Michael, you've jumped the gun a little bit. Um, headline, a 27-year-old spiritual guidance counselor has made love to more than 20 spirits. Spiritual guidance. So she tells the spirits what job they should do when mm-hmm. they grow up. Yeah. she's She tells them, hey, you've done really good in social studies and history. Maybe mm-hmm. you should be, I don't know, an anthropologist. Yeah. When you okay, go to go, when you go to ghost college, and then she has sex with them, and then she fucks them real good. 
Um, but apparently, <laughs> here's a quote. Wait, they're all men? Well, for her. Only, only mm. male ghosts have appeared to Miss Amethyst Realm, which is a <laughs> I'm name. I'm sure that's a real name. A hell of a name. <laughs> um, so, you know, you know, Michael, while most ghosts might, you know, spend their time haunting a psychiatric hospital or like a school or possessing small children, some ghosts like to get it on with young ladies who are mm. medium. <laughs> and... She says that she actually prefers them to men, which again, I understand. I get it. I get it. But, but, but she a has, ghost is just a dead man. So she has had sex with more than 20 ghosts. How would you even know, though? Here's a quote It started as an energy and then became physical. By the way, I don't mean for this podcast for me to just become like, become like me just reading, like, very bad sexual literature, but this is where we're at in the world right now because I don't want to talk about actual news, so you guys have to deal with it now. <laughs> we're actually pivoting to we're going to be a uh, it's a sex audiobook where Kush just reads sensual things to us. There was pressure on my thighs and breath <laughs> on my neck. I just always felt safe. I had sex with the ghost. You can feel it. It's difficult to explain. There was a weight and a weightlessness. A physical breath and stroking, and the energy as well. <laughs> mm, see, I have a problem with this because she's clearly not using sex to mean intercourse. Um, because intercourse would require penetration, and ghosts are not physical beings, so they cannot have sex with you. You want to know the really fucking weird... Not weird. They can give you an orgasm. Oh, sure. That ghost, that ghost can give you the best... Oh, for sure. But the ghost cannot physically have sex with you. Sure. Um, Here's the thing. So here's a quote. Realm said that she had an affair with the ghost for three years, but that it ended when her human husband came home from work early and saw the shadowy shape of a man through the window. Hmm. So Hmm. to me, the layperson, the non-spiritual, it sounds like she was having an affair with a, a human man, <laughs> and her husband came home early, and the gentleman escaped out the back door after <laughs> being spotted through the window, and she said, I fucked a ghost? And then her husband somehow believed that for a minute and then divorced her, but she just had to keep going with it. She'd be like, I fucked a ghost. Also, for three years, she was having sex with ghosts for three years while she was married. That's that's the seventh sense. <laughs> I fuck dead people. Not like their bodies, like their they're, spirits. They're good spirits. And it, uh, but, would you be mad? At, would you be mad if your significant other had sex with a ghost? Uh, yeah. No, I wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, yes, I would be. It's like if they just admit to like cheating on me because that's not cool. But, but I've seen the movie Ghost, and he can't even like. He, he can barely even move even, a quarter. He can barely even make pottery with her, and he couldn't even move a quarter. Right? How's he gonna move that that good dick? Not well, <laughs> I bet. Um, but <laughs> sorry. So Amethyst Realm claims that she would entice ghosts into her house by wearing lingerie. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> Oh Jesus. I also I also don't really feel like spirits 
if they exist and like souls would be so like just like DTF. gender well gender specific too though like right oh like i'm a man i'm still i'm still have my penis to sling around like you're a fucking spirit you don't have a body and the thing about sex is that it's a purely physical reaction <laughs> right <laughs> like there are certain certain things that you need to check those boxes on. I feel like for ghosts, like if I can I Michael, I'm gonna be very honest with you. If I get to the afterlife and I still get like the a weird ghost wind blows and I get a ghost boner, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be very very mad. Like if I have to if I have to like still con- like constrain myself to the strictures of my human dumb idiot body, I'm gonna be so mad. Unless, unless, unless that's hell. Oh shit! Like everything just gives you a massive boner, and you can never relieve yourself. Damn it! That I mean, liter- literally hell. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like for sure hell. <laughs> but like, if I if I'm a ghost, I mean, even if I'm in limbo, if I have not chosen the good place or the bad place, and I'm still just like weird, just like I remember someone I had a crush on in like college or high school i was just like yeah no super oh no i'm still a ghost i can't do fucking anything about it would Fuck. you even be able to like come would you be able to masturbate as a ghost well so apparently amethyst amethyst realm was asked on an she consented to an interview with like a morning news show um <laughs> she asked if the sex with the ghost ends in orgasm and she said for me yes <laughs> but she's convinced that a ghost will one day impregnate her with a ghost baby, which is horrifying. I assume ghosts can't ejaculate, though. Well, no. Of course, no. Although, Michael, although, Slimer. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. If you can manifest physical slime on Bill Murray's face, Mm. you can probably manifest physical jizz. Uh, that is and on Bill Murray's face. That does explain ecto cooler. You know what is really weird? This is not an original thought, but Slimer's a ghost. Mm-hmm. He used to be a human being. <laughs> Slimer used to be a human person. Steve Bannon. <laughs> so like, who hurt him so bad? <laughs> who hurt Slimer? <laughs> what did he do? See that's but that that makes more sense to me that like how many sli- how many sizzlers did Slimer get kicked out of as a human person? See that makes sense to me like if you were a ghost like I feel like you wouldn't look like what your body looked like when you died you would look like a manifestation a reflection of your personality right yeah like like a complete manifestation of just your personality and like the 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 parts of your personality that like make you and so like Slimer he just liked to eat. And fucking just be a dick to everyone. That's fair. I feel like more more of the ghosts, though, would just be, like, cheesecakes with chocolate cakes floating on top of them. Like, that would just be, like, that would be me. Just, like, I'm a pile of desserts. Just dig right into my horrible ghost body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, I will, I will have sex with you eventually. After I eat all this cake. <laughs> after some, after someone gets rid of all this cake. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to... If I'm a, a an apparition, I'm not trying to slide into like a woman's locker room. I'm trying to get into that bakery after closing and eat all those delicious pastries. Oh, man, I love pastries. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael, I think we're... We are, this is the dumbest episode 
we've ever recorded. Uh, but I think we're coming up on time. Do you have any? Do you have any uh, closing FMLs for me? You want me to find a shower thought? I actually have a shower thought that I found. Really? Okay, later. I on know me. that's. I know that's your. That's purview, totally fine. Usually, that's totally fine. So, shower thought from Grimfell. If aliens are monitoring our media and 98% of the internet is porn, they're not giving us anal probes. They're just trying to speak the language. Huh. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't... That does actually... I'm I'm on board with where they're going with this. Um, I, I don't know about you, but 98% of the porn I see is not anal. But that doesn't mean that 98% of the porn... On the internet is not. That's fair. It also doesn't mean, God help us, that 98% of the porn that NASA is beaming out into space (laughs) isn't anal. Which I do actually wonder, what are we? I know we sent out that that good golden disc with our our greatest hits, like kind of the, the best of humanity. That goes way slower than the porn waves that we're shooting out on laser beams left and right. Do you think we should? Are we shooting porn out in there? For sure. I mean, they're, they're, there's at least, I mean, they're using satellites for some of this stuff, and some of it has to get by the satellite and just keep going into space, I assume. I mean, we're probably doing ourselves a disservice if we don't include that, right? I mean, if we're tra- trying to show aliens who we are. And why we deserve to be a part of the galactic community. Like, <laughs> honestly, the Avatar porn parody deserves to be shot out into space. Like, hey, we're cool with it. Come on down to Earth Town. <laughs> Come on down Earth Town. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I give us I, some anal probes. I actually had a. I think I I started a NaNoWriMo story like three years ago that included the premise that um, all alien abductions were actually a Japanese game show. <laughs> Just gone horribly wrong, just being perpetrated on the American South, basically. You know what? That actually makes the most sense out of anything I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, and I'm I'm a little upset I never like finished writing it because like it really does to me make. I know a lot of Japanese game shows get out into the American zeitgeist, but like this sh- this seems like one of those shows that would just be like, no guy gin allowed. This is this is just Japan. If you see if if this gets shown outside the island, we will kill you. But we're going to make fun of dumb Americans by pretending they've been abducted. We're going to put hilarious probes up their butts. And it's, hey, you know what? It's going to be the dumbest, dumbest people we can possibly find. And I want that to be true to a degree I'm really not comfortable sharing. <laughs> but I want that it to it, be true. that also explains Miss Amethyst uh, and her ghost sex. No, I actually do think she's just a crazily unhealthy oh. person that uh th- so in one of the one of the articles I read about that a psychiatrist was like so apparently she only reports those incidents happening happening right before she goes to sleep and the psychiatrist was like nope that's usually a sign of like concealed trauma that like either periods of wakefulness or like non-wakefulness like right before sleep or right when you wake up you envision these things happening mm. And your mind is just wildly susceptible to whatever the fuck you want it to be. So she's <laughs> so. basically just having like horny lucid dreams. Exactly. Mm. With mm-hmm. with good good 18th century ghosts. I didn't include that. They were like Victorian gentlemen coming to call upon her home <laughs> and her vagina. 
<laughs> Everyone, if you like this show, bless you. Bless your sweet, sweet angelic heart. Uh, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Uh, and if you want to send us a message, if you want us to read a message to a, a fellow listener uh, or just want to share a message with me and Michael, you can shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every message we get, and we definitely want to read your messages on air or share your story. So shoot us an email, and if you like this show, uh, you'd probably also like our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, which has taken a two-week break, but we will be back uh, this week. And uh, basically, Michael, me, and our friend Curtis break down every episode of the hit show, 24. And uh, we are in the middle of season, or about a third of the way through season two right now. It's uh, fantastic and horrible and Really just horrible. Uh, so if you if you like this show, you'd probably like that one. And uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? Yeah, you can find us on uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at TILPcast. Um, and when you do see us post something on one of those sites, if you could uh, you know like it and share it, that would be great. Um, you can also find us on all of your uh, favorite podcast apps and your app of choice. Um and the best way to help us out on those is to give us a rating um, and to give us a little review if you have a little bit of time. Uh, that's the the way for you to let people know that we're awesome and they should listen to us as well. And also it, it, it moves us up the charts, especially on iTunes, if we have a, a lot of good ratings and reviews. So if you have a little bit of time, please do that. And uh, we would really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, Michael, uh, what's your final FML for me? Today. At the supermarket, I bought a cake and it had my friend's name put on it. It wasn't anyone's birthday. I just wanted to feel less ashamed about buying a whole cake for myself. <laughs> FML. <laughs> it's brilliant and very sad. Mm-hmm. Very sad, but also I kind of want a cake now. Yeah. Damn it. It's a good idea. Michael, thank you so much for joining me this week. It's been Lovely speaking with you. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Toodles. Caribbean queen. Now we're sharing in the same dream. And our heart will beat as one. No more love on the run. Damn it. Yeah, we're going to run into some fair use issues on this one. <laughs> Dude, if Billy Ocean sues us, that would be the best thing ever. That would actually be the best thing that could possibly happen to us. No doubt about it. Actually, I might tweet him like, hey, we stole your song. <laughs> Please come at us, Billy Ocean. We actually demand recompense. <laughs> we demand to give you recompense. <laughs> we can afford $7. Mm-hmm.